started this business at our house when oh. I was in middle school, high school. Oh, I don't, cool. and we started sewing nationally for some people. We ended up moving to Tennessee to be more uh, centrally located. Okay. Shit. Okay. So that's kind of how we got here. You are listening to Big Orange Business. I'm your host, Haley Jones, and on this podcast, we are highlighting all things in the Big Orange, aka East Tennessee and the Knoxville area, from awesome businesses to cool people doing super great things in the Big Orange. Enjoy. What's up? It's me, Haley Jones, and we are at the Embroidery Boutique in Farragut. I'm here with Debbie Funk, the founder. Are you founder, owner, operator? I think your mom. My mom. Okay, that's what I thought. This is starting out great. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so in order for you to get to know Debbie a little bit more and what Embroidery Boutique is all about and who she is and why she's awesome, we're going to do some rapid fire. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you a Vol fan? Of course. <laughs> Wait, aren't you from Florida? I am from Florida. Okay. But you're a Vol fan. Yes, because I moved here in 2006. Oh, okay. So I've been here a long time. Long enough to be a fan. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay. So reading books or watching TV? Neither. Oh. <laughs> so what's the other option that you do? I go to sleep. <laughs> you have more self-discipline than I do. I'm like, I want to go to sleep, but I also want to watch TV. But I also do a lot of marketing on my phone at night. What do you mean? Like for your business? For my businesses. This lady is a hustler. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> hustler. Okay. Professional sports or college sports? Mm. I don't know. That's to- I'm torn. I'm a big NFL fan. Yeah. And did you watch the draft? I did. And I- who's your team? Miami. Miami Dolphins. And yesterday was my birthday. And every year, every- I didn't realize that. Gosh, I'm a horrible. Fan. Nah. So every year, my birthday's on the draft. It's the best. Oh my gosh! What did you do for it? your birthday or for the draft well both. i had to go to a town meeting and then um i went out with some friends for nice miami they didn't draft anybody last night did they no okay so yes but i love college sports and i played volleyball in college myself and but i i really i just love sports in general i didn't know you played volleyball Actually, um, so the guy from Onward Knox, Taylor, he's a business owner, um, and he's a Miami fan. Okay. And I asked him his thoughts on Tua. What are your thoughts on Tua? Like, Tua's great, but I'm just like, should he still be playing? He should not still be playing. In my, See, that's what I think. In my opinion, um, for his own life, I think yeah. it's, it's a poor decision. Hello? Yes. What do we know? Anyways. <laughs> okay, coffee or tea? I like both. Um I drink a lot of green tea. Oh, um, but thank you. but I, I I'm but I like both. I like it. Um, I think I know the answer to this. Are you a cat person or a dog? Oh, a dog. <laughs> I know her dog. He's so cute. Oh my gosh! What kind? What's his name? His name is Buxton. And what kind of dog is he? He is a golden doodle mixed with a Rottweiler and a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. And I only know that because I did a DNA. Test. You did? I did. He is huge and my dog festus is obsessed with buxton like usually festus is like i don't need any other dogs and then he when he's around buxton he's like hi buxton hey hey so anyways buxton's the cutest dog probably ever you could do a whole series on buxton oh yeah yeah. he's so cute he and he's literally huge yes and he looks like snuffleupagus yeah he does oh my gosh he does (laughs) so cute oh my gosh okay chocolate or vanilla 
chocolate. Boom. Exactly. Um, working out or mimosas? Both. I do both. Same. Awesome. <laughs> I have mimosas at the gym. Um, okay, football or basketball? Football. Same. Mountains or beach? Mm, that's tough. I'm from the beach. Yeah. And I'm living in the mountains. So thanks for saying that, Debbie, because we have a lot of people that are questioning why are there mountains in Tennessee? <laughs> so I don't know. I like both. I probably would say more of a beach person, but I don't really go to the beach anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of both. Both. Okay. Peyton or Dolly. Or you can say neither. Someone said neither. I, I mean, which I understand. I mean, I, I like them both. Same. I, I think they've both done a lot for East Tennessee I agree. as a whole. So, I don't know. I got no qualms with either. Yeah. Shay hates Peyton. Like, literally hates him. Like, he's like, he's the worst thing that ever happened. No, I you know, If you're watching this, and just ignore that. Yeah, and Shay doesn't know what he's talking. <laughs> you're like, who's Shay? That's my husband. And we're throwing him right under the bus. Okay. So, let's talk about embroidery, the embroidery boutique. Okay. So, tell us, like... So your mom started this business. So in what's kind of the story? Okay. So the yeah. story is in 1989, my mom started this business at our house when uh-huh. I was in middle school, a high school. I don't. Cool. And um, she worked many years um, in the house, and then she started having stores and stuff. And we started sewing nationally for some people, and um, she ended up. We ended up moving to Tennessee to be more uh, centrally located. Okay. Ship. Okay. So that's kind of how we got here. and um, So then it started in Florida? It did. Where in Florida? Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And so she did that, and then they talked me into leaving what my career was at the time and moving to Tennessee, and that was in 2006. Wait, what were you doing? I used to be a hair and makeup artist, and um, so I was a hairdresser for like 12 years, and um, so I did that. And then... Um, I used to live in New York City. and Which I'm jealous. I grew up in New York. <laughs> and I loved it, too. And so I did that, and then I moved here in 2006. And um, then uh, in 2014, I talked my parents into um, opening a store here in Farringham. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. So. so when you moved to Tennessee, uh, was that still out of the house? or did No, you no. We, we were out in Teleco Village for okay. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I think currently there is an Italian restaurant. Well, that's where we used to be. Oh, <laughs> nice. I bet this is, Teleco Village is fine, but locationally this seems like this would probably be a lot more like popping. Oh, yes. It was mu- it, 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 it was a huge um, growth in our business. Right. Moving it. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, so when it comes to like what exactly you do. So it's called embroidery. But I think you do a lot of things beyond just, like, embroidery. So tell us, like, what all you offer. What are some of the most popular things? People so we are, obviously, we do embroidery. Um, but what makes us different is we allow people to bring in their own items. So a lot of people um, don't allow that. And so we will do one piece or we can do hundreds of pieces. Okay. So for us, it's, um, you know, we do a lot of corporate logos. So we can digitize logos. Um and then people can bring in their own things to be monogrammed. We also laser etch on stainless steel cups and cutting boards and stuff. So um, we kind of like make everything personal. But then we have a gift shop that sells items that are not monogrammable or embroiderable, but it's just sort of a 
local little gift shop. Yeah. So it's like gift shop and then also option to have things personalized, customized. Um, and that, that's everything from like, like I'm looking at the store right now, um, which editor put video of this in. But um, she's got hats. She's got coffee mugs. She's got, I mean, I don't even know all the things. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I sell a lot of mud pie. Um, there's a company called Nora Fleming that um, sells plates and platters where you change out the little symbols, those things over there. Oh. And um, so we sell a lot of that. And um, we have candles and um, baby gifts. Cool. Bags. Bags. I mean, literally, like, all kinds of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Coolers. Cool. UT gear. Anyways, it's awesome. Okay, what is, like, one of the most common things that people personalize that you... What's one of your most common orders? I mean, we do a lot of um, company logos, so we do a lot of corporate embroidery. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we also do a lot of just, like, one-offs of, you know, somebody wants to put their initials on something or... Um, so that is a lot of what we do, but it's also, um, I have tried to keep like our gifts under $50. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like people know they can come in here for like a hostess gift or something. Yeah. It's not like not overly like expensive. Break the bank. Yes. What's like the weirdest thing? I don't know if I want to say weird because that sounds judgmental, but what's the most unique thing well, that someone's ordered? Well, now you feel comfortable sharing. I was just going to say, I probably can't share, like, a lot of people get creative when they're getting married with okay. their undergarments. Oh, <laughs> really? That's interesting. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. Take your mind where you will. <laughs> I've never even thought about that. I'm so basic, though. Um, That's funny. Okay, Um, as far as, like, you know... In business itself, like how did how were you impacted, if at all, by COVID? Have you do you feel like you've bounced back? Was that like a thing? Because I think so, for some people it was major. So it was major for us. So for me, what was major was my stepfather passed away unexpectedly right before COVID, and and my mom kind of um, I don't want to say fell apart, but like she just it was a big life change and whatever. So I purchased the business from my mom. Two weeks before we shut down for eight weeks. I didn't know that, Debbie. And I did not know that. Yeah. So I had, um, I purchased it. My mom moved back to Florida and I sat home for eight weeks like, what have I done? Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I just didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know. I mean, I contacted a bankruptcy attorney to understand what that looked like because I was like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know what this looks like. Mm -hmm. And crap. And so <laughs> instead of totally freaking out, that is where Funky Meat Snacks came. Ah, <laughs> which we're going to talk about. And so during COVID, I um, I was like, okay, let's just think positive here. So like, how am I going to bring people into the shop when we open? Right. And in the beginning, I was like taking phone orders, driving things to people's houses if they needed gifts for birthday presents. And then, oh and then that started to like not make any sense, you know, like, yeah. and I was like, it wasn't profitable. So I was just trying to always think outside the box. And um, so it was a, um, I just sat home and I was like, well, what is something, I'm a pretty good cook. And I said, what is something that I could make that has shelf life that, so I started like researching. I'm like, oh, beef jerky that has shelf life. And 
It's in the flesh. It's in the flesh. And so in the process of COVID, I created I would I created jerky basically and I ordered a dehydrator and I started making it. And then I started giving it to people and everyone was like, It's so good. You really need to do this. And so with my name being funk, um, the name so of it is Funky Meat Snacks. So so cute. And I decided to add the, the further I got into it, I met with a microbiologist on like how the process of all this had to work. And I realized there's a lot that when you manufacture meat that like the walls. Yeah. So I would just make it and I gave away thousands of dollars of free jerky to my customers when they came in. I said, hey, you want to try this? And everyone was like, they were encouraged right, to, do, to it. do it. So in the process of all this, I did a lot of research and realized that most beef jerky companies that are doing it legally, because there's a lot of people that do it out of their house and sell it non-legally. Like um, moonshine. <laughs> um, that most people use a co-packer. Oh, what does that mean? Like a co-packer, somebody where you work with them, take your recipes, and, they, and then they 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 already have the it. facility, oh, so they okay. So I did a lot of research, and I was hoping to find somebody on the East Coast just because whatever. But the more research I did, I found that there's more cattle farms and stuff out west, and. Yeah. I'm a vibe person in business, so like I I need to work with people that I felt confident had my back and whatever. So I found a co-packer to out in California that makes my jerky for me. Oh, nice. Okay. And so I'm not actually making it. So that is how that all happened. Wow. Because of COVID. All COVID. We got jerky and now we, she has hot honey, like a spicy honey. Which, by the way, my husband... Is obsessed with hot honey. Yeah. Obsessed with it. Anyways. Um, okay, so in terms of like the jerky part of it, have you tried Bucky's jerky? Of course I've tried. I, because I'm just curious, like your thoughts about it. Not I'm not saying we need to talk bad about Bucky's. I'm just saying like Bucky's is like you go there and there's a whole wall of jerky. So like, what are your thoughts on it? I think Bucky's is fantastic at marketing preach yes they are so so i think what, it's like a whole thing it's, it, it, whole it's a culture. whole it's a whole culture so you know they've zoned in on that and i mean i don't have anything negative to say yeah. oh well i'm not i'm not saying we need to talk trash i just think it's interesting like bucky's i mean because i have been at the bucky's like jerky wall with my husband and i'm like there's it's almost too much yeah it's a, it's like too much but anyways people love it it's fine um, okay, so in and, terms of, sorry, go ahead. No, and so one of the things, too, like, the way I I made it, like, a girl thing. Yes, which because, I love that. Because, um, and of course I put the checkerboard shoes at the bottom for our good old Tennessee. But I, um, I wanted to market it, like, as a healthy snack also for women. Because right. the jerky world is hunting, fishing. It's always been yes. focused on men. Right. But it's actually like a healthy snack for everybody. Right. And it's not just. So even my co-packer was telling me that she, they just love my logo because right. it's so just cute. different. Isn't it so cute? <laughs> like, it's so good. So good. Um. Okay. So I'm going to ask you about this logo later. Um. In terms of like the growth of the jerky, mm-hmm. 
Like, what's your five-year vision for Funky's Meats? Well, to be honest with you, I I had no plan in all this. Yeah. Well, no one knew COVID was coming. So um, currently, I'm selling it at um, Admiral Pub, which is next door to my embroidery boutique. They yeah. sell it behind the bar, and it's selling well for them. Um, so right now, I sell it inside my store, which it does incredibly well. But, I mean, of course, I would love to see it in other places. I've, right. You know, different um, avenues of, um, you know... I don't know. I just, it was just something I created and I really, a five-year plan. I mean, I definitely would love it to grow into more, um, put it into more places. Right. Um, okay. What is your, when it comes to embroidery, what's your busiest time? Or is it always like, what's. I mean, I would say obviously Christmas is the busiest um, because it just is because uh, it's a gift giving right thing but really may is almost sometimes as busy as christmas because you have end of year teacher appreciation kids going to college kids graduating mother's day and it's all like happening at the same time right so that's really busy too um i'm about to throw some y'all under the bus okay i was a teacher for a long time and I never got anything embroidered. So I just want to know. Give us some teacher gifts, I, gift ideas. Because I'm like, what, what what would that be? I mean, you know, etching a stainless steel cup with, like, their monogram or something. Um, a lot of people do, like, bags for the teachers. And That's a their, good idea. And put their name on it. Or, you know, beach towel or um, a blanket. Um but yeah. Yeah. Also, I love that because that's very like, it's not, not that it's like luxury, but like it's better than, and I'm totally calling this out, like a Bath and Body Works pineapple scented hand sanitizers. Do you know how many of those I got? A lot. Just think it through, people. Your teachers do a lot. <laughs> like give them a wine glass, okay? <laughs> or a monogram or a etched wine glass and a gift card. The total one. Yes. For like, like $5,000. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Anyways. Okay. So if somebody was going to order, like I'm a procrastinator. So I'm the type of customer that's probably not your ideal. And I'd call you on a Monday morning and be like, Debbie, can you do this by Monday? Well, yeah. that's why I have this Oh. That I keep. Look it. Your bad planning should not be my emergency. So what is the timeline that so that ideally like okay or does it depend on the item i guess or well we strive to be a couple day turnaround all the time so it is usually just a couple days however nobody has nobody plans anymore thanks to amazon and they think that it's true everybody thinks that everything is you know two-day turnaround or you know and that's the hard part about what we do is Everybody rushes us all the time because it's they forgot it's this, it's that, you know. Right. So we are always putting out fires, which is difficult for my employees that work really hard, you know. Yeah. So I mean couple day couple days, three, four days is like ideal. Um Right. We can usually turn around even hundred piece jobs in that amount of time. But it's it the hard part is the hey, this is coming up. And I need it tomorrow. Right. And a lot of people do that to us. Right. And so, oh. and we are closed on the weekends. So we're only open Monday through Friday. So 
you know, people try to squeeze thing towards the end of the week. I think I, I would probably do that. Yeah. I won't do that to you. Okay, because the thing is that, like, this kind of gift is, it's, There's it's a process. Right, and that's what makes it better than, like, ordering something on Amazon because it is a personalized, yeah, thing. personalized, you thought it through, like, it has more meaning. Which but a lot of people, a, a lot, a lot of people want the personalized gift, yeah. but, like, don't plan it through, so that's, uh, yeah, what I mean, like, they they don't even know what they want to get basically, yeah. and they're like, figure it out. Yeah. So it's it, it's you know a couple days, like is safe. Right. Okay. I mean, even at Christmas, I want to say we were no longer than three day turnaround. Oh, see that's good. But you know it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. And, so, and sometimes you know we have to say no if it's a rush because we have other things in front of it, and there's only so many hours in the day. Right. I got you. Um, okay, what is your, like, you are a true entrepreneur, um, like, especially when it comes to Funky's Meats and obviously the shop, like, what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, having a business, having businesses, like, what do you love about that? I love my customers, like, we have the best customer, and it's like, everybody's sort of feels like family, and look, I mean, I've been sick before, and People, my customers have dropped food off at my house. Like, it's oh, like, nice. I try to create the, um, like, the family atmosphere. Right. It's the same thing with my employees. Most of them have been here eight years, six years. And then it's hard to bring employees in because we have such a great knit group. Right, of, like, people well, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I definitely... I like the community aspect of it and, um, you know, being able to provide, like, something special for the community. Right. So would you say that, like, the majority of your clients, like, what's the, what's the, like, balance of, like, repeat customers versus, like, one-timers versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what does that um, look like? We have a lot of repeat customers, and that's why, like, when I bring things in the store, I don't usually repurchase the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Because people come in so much, so they always want new things. So I'm always trying to find something that's not at your regular department store. Right. You know. Right. Make it, like, super... So that's unique. what I do at night instead of watch TV. Smart. <laughs> Is I research. <laughs> She's like into it. Um, okay, this is what I'm going to ask you. Didn't you, isn't there, okay, so you obviously probably go to market for like the shop. Yes. Right? Versus like going to market. Didn't you, isn't there like a market for like food? Yes. It's all, you can do it all, you know, it, you can do it all together. Okay. Can, oh, it's like the same. Yes. Because I was just curious, like if you go to market for like jerky versus like if you go to market for like personalized or just like whatever well, they have curious, like, floors okay. at market so it's, so it's like the gift the home food whatever whatever okay because i was just thinking like who's at the jerky market versus like who's at the so if you in order right market i know what i mean you can set up that kind of thing the, the issue with what i'm seeing with the jerky and yeah co-packer situation you know is the volume. So the the company that I chose to make my jerky makes it all by hand. And I didn't want it to be made by a machine. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, the flavor's different. Right. And so 
you know, the volumes they can produce is probably less than right than, than like than like putting it in Walmart. Oh, uh, right. Which, yeah, 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 makes it even better. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else about like the embroidery shop that you want to touch on that I haven't asked or that like you want people to know? Um. The one thing that we do have a lot of is the school logos. Not a lot of the private school logos, but um, like Farriot High School logos, Hardin Valley logos. I have a little shirt over there of all the logos that we have. Um, and so parents that want swag that is cool and they can go. William what? Yeah. So these are all the the logos that we have that we can monogram um, on things. So Hardin Valley, Farragut. Are these all Farragut? Yeah, those are all Farragut. Football, baseball basketball west valley west valley west valley still card oh yeah beavers yeah okay and then this Catholic, is and that's web yeah and so yeah so we do that kind of stuff a lot beard and bulldogs where are you at i know where are you at where are you at beard and which she's directly across from Farragut high School. yes we are directly across from Farragut high school so um yeah so we we do a lot of that kind of stuff for the schools and the different teams and right stuff and apparently for the teachers, yeah, do a lot of stuff. Anyways, okay, so stuff for schools. Anything else like that we missed? Um, I don't think so. What about the jerky? Well, how do you come up with the flavors? That's what I want to know. How are you coming yep. up with like it? It, it was a combination, of, like, ev- like jalapeno. Like everybody likes the spice, and so um, the hot honey was just something. This is more of like a spread, so it is mm-hmm. really good on like. Um, avocado toast and then put the avocados with the egg and it just gives it a little kick what this one i make a lot with salmon and i mix it with hoisin sauce and then i air fry the salmon so it's like a spicy um did you want to adopt me like i'm you come back i'm you know you're having <laughs> like you can come have dinner but don't come back um and then okay look at this by the way how did you what made you do these? So that that was something that um, it was a passion project, a passion project. You know, everyone needs a little midday pick me up. So it's just chocolate covered coffee beans. A lot of people sometimes think that it's like actual coffee beans. Well, that's what I looked yeah. at it, and then I was like, but they missed the dark chocolate, right? So I didn't miss. I miss I, what I saw was chocolate, <laughs> and I was like, I'm in. So you just kind of basically, yeah. This is really just like. I thought of this idea and I try it. Yes, that's exactly how it. That's exactly how it happened. And then I went ahead and I actually trademarked the brand. Yeah. Um, and that just came through. It took about two and a half years. And the funky meat snack. It took two years to trademark the name. The name. Why does it take so long? Is that normal? Well, they said it was because of COVID and just a lot of things. A lot of things. But um, so this is trademarked. The funky is. One of my customers suggested to me that I also trademark Funky Snacks just so I could, if I wanted to, make it just like a whole brand of things. And so, um, yeah, so it's a, uh, so I went ahead and did that and that's almost done. So that's exciting. Okay. Let me just ask you something that may be a little bit personal. So you don't have to answer this, but. In the spirit of, like, being an entrepreneur and starting your own business and, like, taking action, it doesn't seem as if, like, 
you bought this business two weeks before COVID, had some horrible like stuff happen, family, et cetera. Yet and still you now like your embroidery business is thriving, your, your jerky business, your snacks business, like it's thriving regardless of those things. It doesn't seem as if like you were afraid about like money or like the idea or like how will I do this? Like talk us through a little bit of that. Well, I mean, I feel like I have been through a lot of stuff in my life and I always know that like there's another side to it. So as bad as it gets, it always gets better. Yeah. And I kind of just stick to that mentality. And if you don't try, like you never succeed. And, you know, like you think of um, all the people that have created things and if they were afraid to do it. And when I talked to that bankruptcy attorney and he told me that I would lose everything but $10,000, I was like, I got nothing to lose. I'm good. <laughs> so let's go. Let's do it. I'm in. That's awesome. No, I really admire you for that because, like, even for me, I'm like, I have all these ideas that I'm just afraid. Like, I'm not afraid, but I am. So, but you are, like, doing it. Because well, I remember well, when this just started. Yeah. Like, I remember when she was like, I'm doing this jerky, and she would bring it. To well, me. the funniest story ever about the jerky was oh I... Oh, my God. <laughs> no one ever going to say. I gave her husband a t-shirt, yeah. and she gave it to him. And it has, like, the it, monkey yeah, snack yeah. logo on it. And he was wearing my t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, he was wearing it. Was he not wearing it? And we had all met out, and we were discussing... He was like, oh, so what's been going on? And I was like, yeah, I started it. He has my shirt on. And I said, I I just started this beef jerky thing. And I was explaining. And he was, like, so intrigued. like Because he's obsessed with beef jerky, by the way. So he's, like, so intrigued that I'm doing this. And he, we're talking about it. And, and I'm like, Shay, you have my shirt on. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know what this was. He was like, I thought it was a cool shirt. Her friend has brought it to me. And I was like. So, yeah. Yeah. He didn't he's, know. He didn't connect with the He's He's special sometimes. Um, okay, let's shift gears. Let's talk about Knoxville. Let's talk about Farragut. So, when you came here, you were at Teleco mm-hmm. versus Farragut. Um, tell us a little bit, like, Teleco. What is your experience in Teleco? Someone's, I have a ton of people asking, like, should I move to Teleco? Which I know it's more of a 55 and up kind of community but i'm just curious your take on it what advice do you have for people so teleco is a beautiful place yeah my mom lived there for on the lake for a long time and um it was beautiful as an industry in teleco i didn't find it favorable because um everybody comes to shop to knoxville or farragut and so you don't have the traffic because, like, they're coming to Costco and all these big box places and they'll stop at these little shops here. Right. Where out there, it's unless you live there, you right. didn't go. And so, for me, you there wasn't enough opportunity. So, definitely, like, ideal place to live. Yeah, it's beautiful. But not, like, necessarily to have your business, basically. And it's, and I, but I do think it's changed. Now, I've been here almost 10 years, so... They've gotten more stuff out there. Right. So you go back out there much or no? I don't. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because my mom moved. And okay. I yeah. really have no Yeah. There's reason to go back out there. Um, but it's, you know, we still retained all of our customers from Televon. Oh, nice. So, so that didn't affect 
um, your current, like current business yeah. or whatever. It, we retained the customers. I mean, in the beginning, the teleco people would say, uh, you know, like, oh, you're not going to want to, you know, like it, it was a, right. not, I don't want to say negative, but kind of a negative thing that we were moving but because the convenience would be gone but right. but it really my business has quadrupled since we moved so um it was the right move it was the right move okay what do you think what are some like things about farragut that people should know like if they're gonna if they're thinking about moving here or maybe they've been here for a while but they don't know much about farragut like what should people know so one thing that farragut offers is we have something called the farragut business alliance and mm-hmm. And they are here, it's, it's a, I'm actually on the board of it, and it's made up of business people in the community that volunteer their time to create this board, and they put on community events and things. And it also, um, they're here to support the businesses. Which is awesome. Which is yeah. awesome. So it is a very, um, I know people sometimes complain about the struggles with um, the sign ordinance and stuff like putting in a business you know there are a lot of rules but they've got standards and Farragut is what she's saying okay but with those standards everything's pretty right it looks nice and I grew up in Boca Raton Florida where like you couldn't even have like signs in the air like McDonald's arches are on the ground like there was and but so there was there's nothing in the air and it's beautiful yeah because you can see you know so right I I am somebody who thinks it's a good thing that the yeah. rules right but um it's a pain when you're going through the process but once you get through the process i think it's good i i do and i think i do think that the people of farragut support the businesses extremely well yeah i agree with and, it's definitely a community within like, yeah not so for sure and so for us like a lot of my business comes from all over the area mm-hmm. like mo- a lot of people come to us from East Knoxville and Carnes and Maryville and all over the place. And so it, it it's good to be here. I feel like there's a lot of support. That's awesome. And so I, I do think it's a good place to have a business because I do think the community supports their businesses. That's super well said. I've actually not heard it phrased like that before because I think that sometimes people think it's like, Oh, it's rude or exclusive or whatever. It's really like no people are invested in the success of the community and oh. little businesses. So I think that's actually really well. Cool. And and I I was very blessed during COVID. Um, one of my customers had Glenn Jacobs come in here and do a whole interview thing, um, to try and like boost right stuff during COVID. And, I, and that's our mayor, by yeah. the way. Used to be a wrestler, and I went to his wrestling. <laughs> oh yeah, you I used know. to be a wrestler. I know, right. <laughs> and um so so but i do think when it comes down to like the business aspect of you know all of this that every like our community looks out for the people who have invested their businesses yeah. here yeah which i don't think is the case in a lot of places i don't think so either but i also think with that comes the expectation of you're also like investing in the community because um like i think sometimes like you feel like you're a part of the community and so it's like a a natural vibe of like give and take yeah so anyways okay top three your top three favorite restaurants in the area gosh that's tough you're gonna put me on a well i i 
I would say, ugh. I would say water to wine. Yes, I agree. I would say point B, which is yes. it. Oh my gosh, their French fry board. The, like their everything, like Woo. their food. And then the new restaurant Elkmont's really good that just opened on Campbell. Is that like Elk what you see down? No. Oh. They're the people that own Scrambled Jake's. They opened this. It's right here. On is the- it a breakfast place? No, it's dinner. She's like, no, Haley. I did a life. And then Van Edom's has good stuff, too. So What's I don't that? Know. It's a wine bar on Chodo. I don't know. I'm kind of a... This is why Farragut in West Knox is the bomb, okay? Because two things she just said, never even heard of them. Number one. Number two, um, there's no wine near my house. Well, and, and I la- I'm one that stays in my bubble-ish. Yeah, well, this is a good bubble to be in in the sense of, like, you've got options. Yes, like, we have great sure. options. And then... Right across the street, they're building the whole, like, downtown Farragut thing that's going to have, like, a Amazing. a square and apartments and stuff. So, basically come to Farragut, okay? Water into wine. They have some of the best bartenders, like, around. So, I, yeah, these, now these other two, I'm like, I'd have oh, and to then, look. and then there's Seasons. It's really Seasons good. is good, too. Seasons is a good, like, go-to. Yeah. Which sometimes, if I want to treat myself on a Friday and I'm out in the area showing... I'll pull up in seasons, get myself a little salad, a little glass of wine. Treat yourself, you know? Anyways, okay, what are three of your favorite things to do in the area? UT football. Uh, do you have season tickets? I do have season tickets. Boom! Um, you have a parking pass? I don't have a parking pass. We're thinking about getting... Well, actually, okay. Shay is talking about getting a parking pass instead of season tickets. I don't know tickets. that it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. I looked into it last year. But but some people sell them because um, we have a friend. I don't know if I'm supposed to be telling this, but he purchased a one-game parking pass for $2,000. Yeah, no. But you can park on the street for like 25 bucks. Yeah, or you can park at the shop and walk. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think. Anyway, I don't think. Okay, so football, what else? Football, um, I like dining in the restaurant i'm i like food yes so i like to i'm out and about obviously but i i'm out and about you know right with that um now we have top golf yes have you been i've not been it's fun i've been to top golf so i've not been to ours because i didn't even think it was gonna be real and then when i saw like oh my gosh it's actually happening yes so okay those she's fun listen to that football good food and anyways anything else fun things to do I mean, obviously, you have, like, the lake when it's nice out, and you can go to the mountains. Yeah. Um, You have Gatlinburg, all that stuff. Are you a Gatlinburg man? I am not. <laughs> because I don't like to... I just... It's stay, far... Yeah, it's far. in my bubble. Yeah. My friends make fun of me. If they want to go downtown, someone has to pick me up. <laughs> hey, but you... I mean, I like... I wish I would be like that. I'm only coming if you pick me up. <laughs> so, you know, they really want you, and you're like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, okay, if people want to, uh, if they want Embroidery Boutique, what should they do? What should they call? You have a website. Like, what's the best way to go about sure. it? Sure. So, our website is embroideryboutiquenox.com. And then, for this beef jerky, it's funkiesmeatsnacks.com. You can also get there by funkiesnacks.com. Nice. Um, and then, our phone number is 865 865- Three nine two one zero two four, and 
that's really it. You can, and our address is 141 Brooklawn Street. We're um, in the same plaza as Kroger across from Farragut High School. And that Kroger has a bar in it. It does. Which the Seymour Kroger does not have. Okay. <laughs> Another reason why Farragut is awesome. Anyways, thank you so much, Debbie. This is awesome. And actually, I'm going to be buying this today. Because what did you say put this on? You like said avocado toast. It tastes good on crackers with like cheese. It's, it's just, it's good. I'm, gonna, I'm taking this home and I'm going to hide it from my husband. Anyways, thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's Big Orange Business. Go share this with someone who will love it just as much as you did. And as always, show some love to our guests. Until next time, I'm Haley Jones, and I will talk to you on the next Big Orange Business.